This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast and we're coming to you from the Amex Stadium in Brighton. Final score, Brighton 2, Brentford 1. And it was a game where, to be quite honest with you, probably to be forgotten. Brentford came out the the traps, they got a goal, penalty the first half for Brighton. Two goals back. And to be fair to Brentford, listen, we worked that out there. Even Kipinik is probably the only player, other than Flecken in goal, who is, uh, you know, deemed a first-team player you know, at the beginning of this season. You know, you've got so many players out, so you've got a lot of standings. And uh, they did what they had to do. They tried really hard, but we just, ran out, we just ran out of people. We just ran out of steam. We just ran out of everything. And halfway through that game, we just realised that we weren't going to get much out of it. Disappointing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I just heard what you said, really. It's, it's, it's true, you know, as much as you, you, know, you want us to, to push and attack and, you know, we, we had no one to keep the ball. We, had, we, we, we were sort of like having to surrender possession all the time. We, we did all right, considering the players we had out there. You know, um, they didn't let us down. We've lost by one goal again. Um, you know, I just, I, I don't really know what more that team could, to, could do. You know, it, it, it's hard, you know, I... We're going sideways. We're going backwards. It's, you know, fans getting a bit frustrated that we're we're not we're not sort of going for it more. But 
Brighton are always going to absolutely smash us on the break if we do that. So we had to keep it tight. Um, you know, it's good to see Damsgaard come on for a few minutes. Um, you know, I, I, look, I see the goals back again. I'm not sure if Flecken... Flecken looks flat-footed all the time. He never looks like keeping a clean sheet, if I'm honest with you. You know, he wasn't, he wasn't to blame, but... Yeah, it's it's um, it was always an uphill task when you saw the team and uh, you know Brian going off. You, you don't really stand much of a chance. Doesn't stand much of a chance. We're saying that game. Well, I would say it was inevitable, but we just we just didn't quite have it, did we? I mean, Brighton. I thought Brighton looked good. Um, we just didn't quite have it, did we? No, we didn't. Uh, and it's, it's not that we're, we've just been riddled by injuries. Brian going off uh, removed our main attacking threat. And uh, we, we did okay, but uh, Brighton were always going to win that, I'm afraid. I mean, again, you know, we went 1-0 up. And at that stage, did you think, hold on a second, we might get something out of here. Something out of the blue almost. Uh, yeah, but we, we haven't been good at holding on to Leeds this season. And uh, um, I think Brighton... Brighton haven't failed to score this season, so you always, you always thought it was going to be coming. Um, it's disappointing, but I mean, the team we ended up with there—it it looked like it looked like a pre-season friendly in the 90th minute after we'd made about 18 substitutions. Uh, it was. Uh, <laughs> what can you do? Eh? What can you do? What can you do? What can you do? Bees fans streaming out the stadium here. Some of them, like I said to you, you might see lots of empty seats back at home on the TV and part of the reason why is that some fans it's taken them five hours to get here and some of them didn't get here until after half time as well I don't know what was going on with the motorways but um, yeah not great well we're heading back to the station actually which is down this way as well to see if we pick up some characters characters on the way Steve Steve talk to me about that um, it's a shame because we're a full team we've done really well but I, I didn't expect anything more today I thought we might probably lose but what a great performance. There's still that bond in the team. There's still, like, togetherness. So, Saturday, yeah. go forward. Come on, the bees. We're going to beat Sheffield, yeah? <laughs> he already wiped this game from his memory banks already, and he's already concentrated on Saturday, which is fair point to be, quite honest with you. So, it was Falmer Station, which I'm sure... It's down that way. It's down this way, yeah. We went in. So, listen, we, we, we come out of the stadium, queued up for about an hour for a bus. Nightmare getting out of that place, Brighton, OK? But I'm not going to moan on about it. Got back into town, we're in the pub. I had about 74,000 people that I could have spoken to standing around in the cold. But I could just tell no one really wanted to talk about that game. Maybe a few Brighton fans wanted to, but I didn't... I'm at that stage where I didn't really want to chat to the Brighton fans about that game because... Uh, it would have been a sort of one-way conversation with them smiling in my face. And I just thought, no, I'm going to come back and I'm going to listen to a few more miserable Brentford fans <laughs> giving us their lowdown on that match, which, as we said, it was going to be hard for us to get something out of that. Yeah, it was. I think that the team put a lot of effort in and there's no doubt that they're trying their absolute best at the moment. But we've got so many injuries. It's really, really tough. The kind of good things to take away from that game where I thought when Damstad came on he looked like a much kind of different player than what we've seen before maybe the player we want him to be it's good experience for Yarmuluk it's good for Baptiste to get minutes it's good for Onyeka to get minutes but um, yeah it was, it was a tough game I thought we organised ourselves pretty well and we you know kind of 
yeah, like you said, Bill, it's, it's, there's only so much you can say about that game, really. It's just one of those ones, chalk it up, move on, and we'll uh, we'll play Sheffield United on Saturday. And it was talked a bit earlier. I mean, if, if, again, if you didn't see it, if you didn't watch it on the TV, you haven't heard about it. But obviously, Brian and Bumo is our main attacking outlet. He went down. What we've heard is that he's got a rolled ankle. So they might actually do a test before uh, the, the, the Wednesday game. Not the Wednesday, the Sheffield United. I mean, the, the United fans are going to be killing me. Like, and as I've just said, Wednesday. Um, the Blades game on Saturday, um, which is, I'm going to say, this is actually probably good news. Actually, um, Talib Kweli playing in the background of anyone who knows their music out there. It's a bit of old school hip-hop sitting here in the Albert pub in, uh, in, in Brighton. But anyway, I, di- I digress. Um, but it's good if he's got a rolled ankle. It's not good because he obviously went off and he didn't finish the game and then we had no real attacking outlet. But it's good because we thought, actually, it looked a little bit more serious than that. And, of course, it hasn't been confirmed as yet. But if it is a rolled ankle, he's out for just one or two games. That is not as bad as we thought that he might have been out for the season or might have been out. Because he, people are saying on the television that he looked like he was in tears when he was coming off the pitch. I don't know how, how, how true that may be. But, like I said, you lost that take it outlet. You know, Malpay, we've talked about Malpay. He was playing, obviously, in front of his original Premier League fans. You know, he got a bit of a, an interesting reception. They didn't overly boo him, um, but it, they, they didn't give him the rousing applause that you that we might get to to, to Ben Rama when he comes to to New Griffin Park, like I was saying. Um, but he, you know, he was obviously trying his best to try and uh, un, to, 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 to annoy his old fans, but he didn't really kind of get them going as well. Wiesa, you know, trying his best again, puffing and more puffing. You know, and you know, not having a go at them. Like I said to you, these players tried really hard to try and get something out of that game. And to be honest with you, as well, even though when we were two-one down in the second half, we could have got something. There was a ball that was clear, cleared off the line, probably about 20 minutes from time as well. And it was one of those ones where I actually thought it was in the back of the net, and they cleared it off the line, and the keeper got involved. And you know, and it was probably a little bit unlucky, but that was the closest chance that we actually got to to actually kind of getting something out of that game, which is a real shame. But, I mean, just coming back to that game, listen, disappointed or is it just one of them things? Uh, it's one of those things because of the situation we're in. You know, you've got 11 players out or unavailable through injury or suspension tonight when you add in Norgard uh, and obviously Tony. So I think we accept Brian are a good side. I know they've got injuries as well, but uh, it's a tough place to come. They're in, you know, not the amazing form, so it feels like a little bit of a uh, missed opportunity, but... You know, I think that to have 19 points and be 11th with the injuries that we've had this season is a remarkable effort. Um, obviously, we know the bottom three and the bottom four with Everton's points deduction means there's quite a bit of a cushion, so we don't really have too much to worry about. I think it's a shame because of the uh, injuries. Mean we could have made a real push for Europe this season, but the injuries combined with Tony suspension just means it was never going to happen. So. I still think, you know, 11th, where we are at the moment, is, um, it's been a really good effort. So I don't think we can be too disappointed. Hopefully, turn up Sheffield United on Saturday. We get a couple of early goals. I think, uh, you know, we should win that. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think you can be too disappointed. So, I mean, Bees fans here are not overly disappointed. Like I said, I'm sitting here with Laney, we're having a little drink. We're going to sort of close this up now. Why? Because we're doing a short post-match podcast. I think you've got the gist from the Bees fans there. In a way, some things to talk about, but not much to talk about. Good effort from some some players out there, from your goddesses, from your Keen Lewis Potter when he came on. He, I thought he looked quite bright. I mean, he had, he, you know he's got some skills that boy. Again, and he probably just needs a little bit of a run in the team. Like I said, you Damsgaard actually, he played some. He played almost like some two 
overly intelligent ball sometimes. Two of the people didn't quite get what he was doing because he was playing some balls that shouldn't have gone where they were going. But they're very clear and he ripped apart because what we needed is someone to go inside and basically kind of almost like rip apart the Brighton defence, the Brighton midfield, which was very good, to be fair. And he was doing that. But listen, we're not going to get down on this one. Self and Laney are actually going to do, and he doesn't know this yet, probably going to do a Sheffield United podcast, pre-Sheffield United podcast, very early in the morning, <laughs> or relatively early in the morning as well. Yeah, our oh, lady's on strike. Lady said he's going on strike, but we'll see. I'll have to I'll poke him and wake him up. We're still going to be down there in Brighton, going to be here late into the night, getting up early in the morning, and we'll, we'll our studio is overlooking the sea. So we're going to be in the sea studio in the morning, recording for uh, the, the Sheffield United, like I said to you. So check that out on prideofwest.london. Don't forget to buy us a beer, besotted.com forward slash beer. Thank you very much. I'm truly drinking one of your beers near at the moment now. And also, don't forget to write us a review and uh, subscribe on all good podcast channels. But we didn't get the points today. We could have got something out of this game. At the end of the day, we're running out of players, but it's no big deal. But at the end of the day, also, then players are going to be coming back soon and we're going to be ready to challenge. Oh, you bees. Come on, you bees. You Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.